How are y'all doing? It's Aaron Alanis, host of the Get Your Shit Together Man podcast and CEO and founder of Basics. We are the world's number one elite fitness and nutrition coaching company for ambitious men in business that are looking to build their best body ever within 12 weeks or less. To find out more information and see if or how you qualify to work one-on-one with our team, please visit www.basicsbrigade.com. You can also follow me on IG, Twitter, and TikTok at Aaron Alanis Fit. I also linked all those below. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Mike Anderson. He's a freaking stud in the business space, a really, really good guy in general. And a funny story before we begin, guys, he was actually, I ended up joining a mastermind that he's been a part of for quite some time before I even joined it called Wake Up Wealthy. Shout out Brody, shout out Julian, shout out all the guys there. And uh, I remember I just joined for me not knowing anything about anything, right? It was uh, the way it was kind of presented to me was like, man, we got all these high level guys and there are a whole bunch of high level guys in there. And I was just kind of like almost had like some imposter syndrome going into it. I was like, man, is that really me? Is that really me? And then Mike was actually the first person that ever reached out to me in the group. And it really showed me, oh, shit, like, it's, it's all just a matter of just being a good person, doing good business. And uh, it's a really good opportunity for this whole thing to come full circle, man. So it's awesome to have you here and uh, tell the people about who you are. 100%, man. No, I really appreciate uh, you having me on. Always, always grateful for the opportunity to uh, share my story, see, see what uh, resonates, see what can impact and go from there. But yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a mix of an NLP and business coach. I work with transformational coaches, um, help them really build a foundation to impact more people and increase their income. So I've had about five years of experience in the online space, a lot of digital marketing experience, social media marketing experience, and a wild story to go along with it, which I'm sure we'll get into today. But yeah, I was uh, about four years ago, I was flipping burgers at Red Robin and now our company um, hovers around the six figure a month per per month mark. So super grateful for for the entire journey and, you know, grateful for every lesson and blessing that's coming my way from today and every day moving forward. Exactly, man. I think that's incredible because you were for, it was at Red Robins, right? I think I've heard the story a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Red Robin, bro. I was, I was chefing up the, uh, I don't even remember any of the burger names now. I was going to try and drop a burger name, but <laughs> I don't have any of the burger names anymore. But yeah, Red Robin, I was I was working at all restaurants for really my whole from when I got out of or when I was in high school, really like 17 on um, 17 to 21 or 22 was when I quit my my job and went all in on business. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I got out of high school, you know, no clear path. I was working basically like came out of high school. I was an athlete in high school, got in a lot of trouble towards the end of that time period and ended up not going to college for sports, which was a goal of mine for a long time. So I fell into just kind of a lot of negative habits around the wrong crowds, doing the wrong things. And through that time period, I had enrolled into community college, but knew I didn't want to be there, had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. So I was kind of just plugging away day by day working at restaurants, trying to figure out how to make some money here and there. And um, throughout the whole journey, I ended up moving to New Jersey by myself with my with my girlfriend at the time. And we moved to New Jersey and was just building a, a foundation from scratch, you know, so I was just doing anything to hustle. And over time, I just saw people online who were crushing it in digital marketing, decided, hey, look, I'm going to go to fucking YouTube University and learn how to do this shit. And it all worked out in the end. <laughs> That's incredible, man, especially when it comes down to I, I really want to mention this point to you also, because it, right before we began this call, I talked about me because we, I, I was telling you about the podcast setup that I have. It's just like this 
basic microphone from shore and we, the reason why we got this one rather than like the joe rogan one or whatever all the audio interfaces and stuff and the reason being why i put that stuff to the side to do to fitness is because it's what i was good at i kind of looked at my skill set and i made a business off of that so i wanted to ask you a question regarding that like there's a lot of people out there that will continue flipping burgers 10 15 years kind of thing because they're passionate about some kind of side hustle rather than actually chasing their purpose regarding a business and their actual skill set in order to to build something from that standpoint so it sounds like you did that initially more so than anything else right it's like hey let me just build a real business put my passion to the side and in the process of that you became passionate for it right for sure yeah i mean like i i would say that there was there was a long time period after high school where my identity was kind of floating around because Mm -hmm. i had always been an athlete growing up so like not having sports anymore. It was, it was tough for me to figure out which direction I wanted to go. And I didn't have a lot of the resources I have now because I didn't have the main resource, which is money in order to, to make a lot of that shit happen. So like I was broke as fuck. Like I remember, I remember times where when I was in New Jersey, where, you know, I had like $12 in a bank account, you know, like I was broke as shit at that time. And obviously I was young. So, you know, it's to be expected with that circumstance, but yeah, I mean, with me, dude, like, I think there's, there's also like something to, to say for if you're in a position where you where you don't have money currently, mm-hmm. that that kind of becomes the the primary thing is like, hey, look, let's see, let's see how we can generate some income and, and get some money in our pocket so that we can focus on building a real business. For yeah. me, you know, I didn't start with like, Hey, let me build this huge empire and this huge business. I figured out how to make money and I figured out that I was a really good people person. I could yeah. figure out that I was a good communicator. I was good at, you know, getting people to understand me and making other people feel understood. So I was a natural with sales just because, or I am a natural in general with sales because I can get people to like me, I can get people to trust me, and I can get people to buy from me. So mm-hmm. I noticed that skill set, which is what sparked like my first business that started to make some good money for me and was my first like six figure business. And it was a social media marketing agency. And that was, you know, a lot of that was me just jumping in head first. Like I I was super money driven at the time because I was, I didn't have it. Right. So I was just figuring out any way to get cash in the door and I made good money, obviously scaled that business to, to a six figure business. And it was a cool experience, but I didn't actually get into like, Hey, I need to build a real sustainable business until like the end of 2020 was Mm -hmm. where I like really came to, came to the conclusion that I needed to build something real. Because I think during the time, during the time where you're kind of the solopreneur of just like hustling on your own, you're making money and and you close the deal and all that money's yours, which is, which feels nice at that time, you know? So like my business was generating six figures a year. And like, I had six figures of income a year, you know, like, so, so for me, it was like, this is all great, you know, but I also didn't realize the fact that I was working like 14 hours a day doing a lot of shit that like, I didn't, I didn't actually enjoy, but it brought me money, which made it enjoyable for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I kind of went through that time period of just like prioritizing that, which I think is important because once you have that foundation of money and, and of like stability in that sense, you're able to really step into, just like you said, building a real business around a passion. And that's what I started to do in the end of 2020 when I realized I didn't have a real sustainable business was I asked myself, like, what do I really want to do? And I realized that I had this skill set of 
consulting. Like I had always, cause I started in online businesses in 2018. So come 2020, I had a lot of people who were asking me like, yo, how do I get clients? How do I do this? How do I do that? So I became kind of like the central contact point for a lot of different people to ask me for advice with online businesses. So I knew already that I had this demand for people who wanted my knowledge. And I realized, hey, look, like I've got this skill set that people need and that I can share with other people. Now I just have to figure out who I want to serve and like who I would genuinely want to work with for a long time. And then that's when I came across the idea of working with the coaching industry, because obviously, like you had mentioned earlier, I've been through Wake Up Wealthy. Wake Up Wealthy was a huge shift in my life. So I realized that hey, these transformational coaches can provide a ton of value for their clients. And I have the skill set of being able to build businesses. So if I can partner with those types of coaches, we can create a ton of impact and a ton of income together, which is what ultimately led to Automated Coaching Engine, which is our business, um, our consulting business with coaches. And it was all based off of that. Like, okay, I had this financial stability and I learned so many lessons from, you know, being that way, like focusing on creating my own income. I earned, I, I learned a lot of lessons and I learned a lot of things and I did a lot of things myself. I did the lead gen myself. I did the calls myself. I did the fulfillment myself. So I learned so many different things through that experience of kind of being that hustler, which is an important phase of being an entrepreneur, because without being a hustler, you, you know, you, you can't understand the struggles of the day to day without actually going through them. Right. So I think, you know, there are people who might be out there who are, who have been employees their, their whole entire lives. And like, they, they just like acquire this franchise or they just acquire this business. They purchase this business and they be now being the owner of this like cash producing business. They don't understand like the low of lows of like the day-to-day shit because they didn't do it, you know? So with me being able to step into that frame and being able to build that business from scratch, I learned a ton of lessons and a ton. There was so many fucking, you know, uphill battles of that business that I learned so much that I was able to implement into my consulting business. And I'm still learning, you know, all of us learn, no matter what level you're at, you learn every, you know, you learn new shit every week, every day, you know? So it's like, I think that if you are in a position where, you know, you're in some sort of full-time job or you have this side hustle that you want to make your main thing. It's really about, do you have, do you have the stability to go all in? Like I, I tell people that it's like, you, you want to still be cautious to an extent. Like there's a lot of people that will tell you just jump ship and like make it happen. And like, that's cool. But like, if you haven't developed the skill set in order to handle that, then it, then you're fucked to be honest with you. Right. Like, if you don't have the mindset, if you don't have the uh, awareness, if you don't have the skills to be able to create income and you just jump your, your main job and like go all in on this, like you're going to learn a lot of lessons through that because you're going to hit rock bottom and you're going to build your way up. But, you know, if you, if you focus on like the mindset, the awareness, and then the, the skill set, like the high income skill set piece first, now you can like really, really have the confidence to, to jump all in. And for me, you know, I waited until like my monthly income from my business was higher than my monthly income from my full-time job. And like, as soon as I know, like literally as soon as it was a dollar more, I was like, okay, I'm out, you know? So I went that route as opposed to jumping ship. And like, even going that route, I still ate shit for a long time, you know? 
-hmm. So it, there's something to kind of show for the fact that like, if you're working a full-time job and you want to go all in on business, learn a high income skill set, get your mindset right, get your awareness right. And those three things will put you on the path towards getting what you want. You know? I love it, man. And I want you to mention some of those high income skills that a lot of people lack. Cause a lot of people, especially the ones that you work with, Hey, they may be good at their craft. They may be good coaches. They may be good consultants in general, but in terms of having the skills that I'll, I'll leave them to you to mention, they just don't have them. And because of that, they're not able to properly serve people. Cause that was a big transition I had to make personally. It's like, Hey dude, I'm good at fitness. But if I can't get people to know about who we are and then convince them to work with us, it doesn't matter. So what are some of those skills that you find a lot of the people that you work with typically lack? And that's, that's pretty much stopping their growth. I think there's like four high income skill sets that are really important that not a, two, two of them are things that like not a lot of people talk about, but sales, marketing, communication, and humility. Like those are, those are, I think the four biggest high income skill sets. And like, you could make arguments that communication and humility aren't skill sets. They're like, you know, acquired or whatever the case may be. But I think the, the five or the four biggest high income skill sets are sales, marketing, communication, and humility. Because if you have those four things in business, then you're going to do really well because sales you're going to understand or communication is going to allow you to understand how to be a good salesperson and be able to actually convert your deals. Marketing is going to allow you to get attention that you can monetize, right? Communication is going to allow you to become a good leader for your team. And then humility is going to allow you to serve your clients at a high level and actually understand what they're dealing with and not view it from a pedestal, but view it from where they're at. Right. Mm. I think that that's like a big problem that happens in really any business is like, we forget what it feels like to be where our clients start, you know, um, because we're at this place where we are a little bit further than them on their journey. We can forget what it feels like to be in their spot. So humility is really important for fulfillment. Communication is really important for leadership and running a team. Sales and marketing are what's going to bring you revenue in order to even have a team or even have clients to deal with, right? So that's why I think those are the four most important like high income skill sets. That's incredible, man. And especially with you being not only someone that's been into a lot of online programs yourself with mentors and coaches and consultants, but someone who also helps other people develop their own online programs. What do you find the differences between a good program and a bad program? That's a good question. Um, I would say there's, there's a few different things, right? Cause like there's a lot of different aspects to, to the environment and, and what you're building. That's important. But I would say the difference, the biggest differences between a good program and a bad program, number one is going to be focusing on action items as opposed to focusing on curriculum. Like the people who focus on action items are the ones who provide the most results. So what I mean by that is like, if you're building a course, if you're building a coaching program, don't focus just on curriculum because knowledge is great, but knowledge without implementation ain't shit. So you need to have action items attached to the, that curriculum that allows you to implement that knowledge, right? So that's one thing that holds a lot of like subpar programs back from being great programs is the fact that the knowledge is good, but understanding the fact that if you don't have the knowledge being applied with like assignments, exercises, you know, like frameworks, stuff like that, then your, your client's going to be very codependent. And that's what I see as like, a lot of coaching programs, they instill codependency 
because they rely on one-on-one coaching calls or whatever the case may be. Whereas like the best coaching programs, they teach you how to be an independent thinker. You know, they teach you how to think about the topic you're learning about and actually solve the problem yourself. And then if you need support, you have that support available, right? So that's the first thing is I say a lot of coaching programs focus on curriculum and not action items. And then the second thing I would say is um, a lot of programs don't focus on community building. So they focus on, you know, just like how many clients they can get in through the door, whatever the case may be. They don't focus on building true community and true camaraderie in what they have as that community. And, you know, a, a coaching program without a solid community can be hit or miss, you know, like sometimes you can still have a good experience even without the community, but when the community is raised to a high level, that's when the program is like top notch. Um, then the last thing I would say is like a lot of people build coaching programs, assuming what people need, as opposed to having the experience to understand what people need. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you, if you, if you, if you decide like, I want to make this anxiety course as like a random example, if you want to make an anxiety course and you just decide like, okay, this is what I think the material should be in an anxiety course. It's not going to do well because you're assuming and you're not in the spot that these people are at. Like I said, you're not, you're not having the humility to step into the step and in, into the like shoes that this person's at right now. So you know, most people, what I say is the best way to like really build a coaching program is to focus on one-on-one in the beginning, because that one-on-one experience will allow you to understand the patterns that you can build assets around. You can build courses around for the future. But if you just assume like, okay, this is the material I think people need, it's probably not going to be what they need. And you need some sort of really tight feedback loop in order to understand what's working and what's not. I love that, man. It's, I always tell people, especially with business entrepreneurship or even marketing kind of thing, it's a lot of people show up to a, if someone is asking for pizza, they'll give them sushi. So I know, dude, just give them pizza. Like they're literally telling you exactly what they want. Sometimes it's less about you as the chef, just like coming up with this crazy delectable thing and then just giving it to them. It's really just like, hey, what do you want? And let me give it to you. And that's when you're actually going to get better in business and just, just in life as a whole. And uh, as you were speaking, man, really what I, I really understood as something that you're absolutely fantastic, man, at is uh, leadership. You're really, really good at not only leading yourself, but leading a team. And I know that you were talking about these three major phases of your life, right? One, where you were flipping burgers, two, you were hustling, and now three, you're leading a team. Talk about how leadership took you through all those different stages regarding like, first, you had to lead yourself from stage one to two. Then you had to lead yourself to start leading other people. And then now you're at the level you're at, man. Like how, how important has leadership been for yourself and just the impact that it's had in your life? Yeah, dude. Like, I think leadership is super important, you know, like being able to, to have a grasp on leadership is it's all about communication and humility. Like those two pieces that I mentioned earlier. And if you can have communication skills in order to understand, um, you know, basic like human needs and basic like human influence while also understanding, the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes, that's when you become an effective leader is being able to, to understand what the other person is experiencing and having the humility to do so. Um, so in regards to like leadership, bringing me through those different stages, you know, when I stepped into like that role of 
initially being, you know, like working at like a Red Robin and flipping burgers. I think that when you get hungry enough, the, the leader will come forward, you know? Um, and for some people, it, it doesn't because they allow themselves to get into negative states where they become the victim instead of the leader, you know? Mm-hmm. So what I think happens is, is we hit, we often hit rock bottom. And when we hit rock bottom, you either become the victim or you become the leader. And for me, when I hit rock bottom, it was when I moved to New Jersey, I was living with my father at the time when I was working at Red Robin, me and my girlfriend were living in his house. And by all means, like I didn't want to be there. You know, I wanted my own place. I was 19 at the time. So like I was pretty young, Um, but I wanted my own apartment either way, even being 19 and being at having like this nice house to live in because my dad had a nice house at the time. Um, You know, I want I wanted my own place. But basically two months after me living there, he had decided to take a job in Texas in Dallas. And I didn't want to move to Dallas because I had just moved to New Jersey. So I told him like, I didn't want to go to Dallas. And it was this whole thing where I was like, all right, well, if you want to stay in New Jersey, like you got to figure out how to get your own spot. So that was like the moment where it all clicked for me. Like I have to figure out, I have to figure out how to make money. And that's when I started to really figure out this like online marketing stuff and all everything with digital marketing. So, you know, at that moment where I was presented with that situation of like, Hey, you're either going to have to, my situation was I'm either going to have to figure out my own apartment and mind you, like I literally was like $12 in the bank account at this point, I was either going to have to figure out how to get my own apartment, or I was going to go back to my hometown where I was getting in a ton of trouble and I was probably going to end up in jail. So like that was, that was my situation. So me being in that situation, instead of becoming the victim, I became the leader in that situation and just figured it out. You know, I literally went to YouTube university, was watching a ton of YouTube videos, was, you know, just digesting all the information I could to gain the skill sets in order to make money. And then that's when I started to really start to accumulate some money and then became that hustler. Right. Mm -hmm. So then stepping into the hustler phase, that was, that was me really starting to get a feel for how to make money and starting to get some money in the door, it gave me a lot of energy, right? I started to get really energized with the fact that I was like making some money, given the fact that I was used to making 600 bucks every two weeks or whatever it was, you know? And then all of a sudden, six months later, I'm making, you know, 7K, 10K a month, right? So making that shift, I became very energized, which fueled the like leader in me to be pushing myself forward even more like, okay, I've got this taste of success. Like I've got this little, little taste of what it feels like to make money. And I want the whole fucking cake, you know, and it's not just about money. It's, it's about impact. It's about all those things. But at that time, I didn't know about that shit. I only knew about money. I think when you, when you are, when you reach a level of like being broke in your life, all that matters is money at that, at that moment, you know? So like, in that time period of my life, that's what energized me was like, okay, I've got this little taste of the pie. Now let me get the whole fucking thing. So I was very motivated when I started to like make a little bit of money. And then when I shifted into making a real business and and hiring employees, and now we're up to the point where we have 25 employees in our internal business is like, that was me stepping away from making my own money and, and creating a true creating true impact, right? 
So I came to this huge realization in the end of 2020, when I started my consulting business, I came to the realization about how money driven I was at the time. So during that moment, I realized like, man, like literally all I'm doing is like trying to make money. So I obviously got to a place where that wasn't enough for me. Like it wasn't, it wasn't satisfying. It wasn't fulfilling anymore. And I started to hire some team members because I learned how to, and I realized that I needed to buy back some of my time. And when I did that, I started to begin to feel even more fulfillment and happiness for providing opportunity to other individuals. Right. Mm. So as I started to supply those opportunities, it, that's what encouraged me to like grow myself even more. It was like, shit, I've got two employees. What's going to happen when I have 10. And I like figured out how to just like keep pushing forward. Like what else can I delegate? Who else can I hire? What other opportunities can I create for other people? Because I've already like started to make some money and it's cool, but I realized that like money isn't bringing me the fulfillment. So maybe like supplying opportunity to other people who need it is what's going to bring me fulfillment. And I started to get that fulfillment with that. And then to your point, that's when I stepped into being a leader for those individuals and for my team. And that's what really even invigorated me, me more because now there's multiple different aspects of fulfillment in business for me. It's like, I love solving problems. So that's where I get a lot of fulfillment. I like making money. So like, that's a little bit of fulfillment there too. Um, but I love running my team. I love working with my clients and I love leading a group of people and providing opportunity, you know? So that's kind of like how things progressed. And like the leader was always there. It was, it was all signified off of that one moment where it was like, I could have either, either been a victim and been like, man, fuck it. I'm going to throw in the towel and just go back home and just be a bum. Mm -hmm. Or I could step into the leader and, and be the business owner. Right. So that moment is really what led to it. But I had also grown up playing sports and being the captain of my, you know, basketball team and football team and all this shit so like I was always kind of bred to be a leader in a sense but that moment is where it really showed its its true colors you know yeah that's incredible man because this whole time it's not, not even there, there was, it's not even like a freaking ounce of entitlement in your body man which is incredible there's a lot of people out there that would have said like hey something if their father would have moved to Dallas for a job they're gonna be looking at their pops like hey you should be <laughs> you should be getting me an apartment what are you talking about and the yeah. fact of the matter is that you stepped up at age 19 with 12 bucks in your bank account to go ahead and to boss up the way that you needed to for yourself, man. And I'm, I'm just super proud of you, man. I didn't even know this much from a personal standpoint about your story. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think being, being human, we all have that. Right. So like, I definitely had a bit of that, that, mm -hmm. you know, like when that first happened, I was kind of like, well, fuck, like, you're just going to leave me in the dust. You know, like there's definitely a big, a big feeling around that and definitely feeling, you know, a little bit of like anger towards it. Um, mm -hmm. But I ultimately was like, that's, I can't control it. You know what I mean? So I've, I think I've always been good at that. I've always been good at understanding what I can and what I can't control. And I've always been good at controlling my energy towards thinking about the things that I can control and forgetting about the things I can't, you know? And let's talk about that, man. I know that you're also doing NLP as well. Let's talk about some mindset. Let's talk about some, some things that you've done to not only keep yourself structured throughout the good days and help lead your team, but even help yourself out when business tr troubles end up coming, personal troubles, whatever the case may be. Like, how do you hold it all together in order to make sure that you're, you're leading everybody effectively, including yourself? Yeah, dude, it's tough. 
like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna lie at all you know like I think we, like as you were saying that I started to like get chills in general just because like that's the game you know what I mean like the the hardest part of business is showing up every day and being the leader that you have to be even when shit isn't like a hundred percent you know um and it's tough it's not easy and I think it's there's an element of like understanding and accepting that right understanding that the journey that you chose if you're an entrepreneur is not an easy journey and understanding that there will be ups and downs but understand, understanding that the end is secure either way, right? So understanding that your destiny and what you are going to accomplish is already set in stone. It just hasn't happened yet. So the challenges that come across or the, the hardships that come across are just lessons. They're not losses, right? Yeah. So that was something that I really had to come to terms with in general was understanding that there's always this, we're always presented with this situation that looks on the outside to be like this critical dilemma right it's this big thing that we can't solve and what i've noticed time over time that allows me to have the confidence and certainty in blasting through those moments is the fact that all that is is this huge energetic wall standing between you and what you want so as soon as you power through that and have the confidence and certainty to instead of being like man like we need 20K of revenue to, to meet payroll and like not even to profit, but just to meet payroll. And like, I'm freaking out. It's the last week of the month, you know, like back in the day that used to spiral me into, you know, like hiding, right. Hiding from whatever it was. But now I realize that that is just a challenge. And there's some sort of lesson in that challenge. Like there's something that always comes out of those situations that allows you to be stronger. And I know that this is something that most people might already like have heard, but I'm, I'm saying from a tactical level as a business owner, like every single fucking wall that you get to, Mm -hmm. there's this huge lesson that you learn from it that allows you to, to expand things once you get through that wall. And I've always had an understanding that that wall is just a fucking mirage, you know, like it's just this thing that we allow our minds to create And when we focus on solving problems instead of the problem, so when we focus on solutions instead of the problem, then the lesson appears. So that's how I've always viewed these situations moving forward is like, okay, things are really rough right now. And I can either focus on the problem or I can focus on finding a solution. So I've always focused on finding the solution, which allows me to learn the lesson that it's trying to teach me. Now, in regards to like, what type of habits or what type of day-to-day things you could be doing to, to also stay aligned with that whole process. There's a lot of things, right? Like I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in, in fitness and entrepreneurship and these different types of things. So I'm sure you've heard all the content online about the things you can do, right? Like you can meditate, you can do gratitude journal, you can, you know, um, do cold showers, you can, you know, go for walks, you can do workouts, you can do all these different things. But what I encourage you to do is like, is that that's the biggest piece is like, all those things prime you so that you're able to control your emotions, your emotions for those situations, right? So meditation, you know, reading, reading allows you to gain skill sets, gain perspective, meditation allows you to keep a calm mind, 
so that when you get to those situations, you're able to see the solution instead of the problem, right? Mm. So I think that's the most important piece is like shit will first off, like understand and accept that if you're a business owner, you will always get smacked in the face (laughs) with some sort of like huge challenge. But if you focus on the solution and not the problem, then the lesson will appear. And how you're able to like have that calm mindset with those situations is by doing the day-to-day actions that allow you to free yourself of the conditions that you currently have. And conditional, you know, behaviors are things, things we can definitely dive into, but being able to understand yourself and do some deep diving, that's what allows you to be a true business owner and a true, you know, leader. And let's talk about that, man, because there's a lot of people that don't really, really do that kind of work on themselves. You know, just like you were saying earlier, you start off looking at the material possessions as the, the prize rather than the person that you're becoming on, in the process of doing so. So what are some of the biggest lessons that you've come to find out about yourself and just this process that you've gone through as a whole while growing your business and growing yourself? Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's, there's like, you know, that song, like, I think it's uh, Meek Mill, like there's levels to this shit or whatever. And like, there, there, there are these levels where it's like, and I view them as, as energy. There's like these energetic barriers to like each level of life, you know, whether it's the burger boy, the hustler, the entrepreneur, the seven figure entrepreneur, like those are all like these energetic levels that you have to get through. And it's relatively easy to make some money, even without doing any sort of inner work. Mm -hmm. The problem becomes when you have that money, you realize that the money isn't what you are looking for. Fulfillment is what you are looking for, right? So the reason why inner work and diving deep into understanding who you are is so important is because that allows you to have a compass in business of what your true values are and what you're truly striving for and what the meaning of it all is, right? So when you do the inner work and inner work is like essentially deep diving into your your own self, your own past, your own circumstances, your own conditioning, which all of us have conditioning, whether it be from our parents or whether it be societal conditioning. And that's a big one to break too, is societal conditioning, which is like, you know, the, the conditioning that has us understand that security is important. Security is the thing that we need when security really isn't the thing that we need. If we security is like, is the thing that we lean on for fulfillment, right? So you see a lot of people out there, you see a lot of, you know, like regular societal, paths where people follow the the secure path like get a job 401k get a house run a family or build a family do all that stuff but understanding the fact that that security is is just that it's not it doesn't allow you to find i mean in some cases it can but like fulfillment is all about diving deep into who you are, what your values are, and using that as a compass for your decisions in life. And I think to an extent, like life is all about risk taking and risk, like taking risk is what allows us to really expand our consciousness into who we are and what we're capable of. So when we take the secure path, we don't allow ourselves to take those risks. So, 
you know, doing the inner work for me was very, very important because like I said, I didn't do the inner work for a while and I was still able to make some money. And you see people out there like millionaires and billionaires who they prioritize their business, they prioritize their career. So they make a lot of money, but then they're not fulfilled. Right. So that's why it's important at a young age to prioritize the inner work because that's what they're lacking. They don't understand what their moral compass is. They don't understand like what's actually what their actual values are that drive them in the right direction of life. So they're making the decisions based off of profit. Like, oh, this deal will make me another 10K. This deal will make me another 100K. They're not asking themselves like, is this like aligned with who I am as a human being, you know? So they get the money, they make the money, but when they get there, they're not fulfilled. So the inner work is very important and and understanding like conditional beliefs and understanding that freeing yourself from what you've learned for the majority of your life is what will make you a free man to be able to make your own decisions and actually understand what your values are so that you have a moral compass is, is a part of the game that will really set you up for life to be able to have confidence and certainty in, in yourself, no matter what you do, you know? Love it, man. And if someone feels stuck at one of those levels that we talked about earlier today, whether they are doing some kind of minimum wage job that they're not really fulfilled about. Secondly, they're hustling in their business and they're just doing the whole thing themselves. Or thirdly, they're maybe at your level and they're even wanting to go higher. Because at the end of the day, I ended up learning this, men- this lesson from a mentor of mine. It's like, once you can stop assuming that people that are doing better in you than business are just doing something different, like they have this piece of information that you don't, you'll start doing better. They're just doing more of it. So it's like, if you're at a certain level, they're just booking more calls and systemizing the process. So yeah. If someone feels stuck at a certain level, man, what would you, what would you tell them to, to help them get to the next one? I think, um, so if you're, if you're stuck at some sort of level, like understanding that there's a lesson you haven't learned yet and having the, the ability to admit that, right. The ability to admit that there's something that you're not seeing that's holding you to the level that you're currently at and allowing yourself to view that situation. Like I was saying earlier, instead of it being a problem, view it as how can I find this, the solution instead of viewing like this big daunting problem. Right. So no matter what level you're at, whether you are the, the burger cook at red Robin, whether you are the hustler, whether you are this, the six figure CEO or the seven figure, the eight figure CEO, like, just viewing the fact that whatever wall you feel like is there, number one, it's not real. Number two, there's just a lesson. It's not, it's not some sort of thing. It's not holding you back from like this. It's not like this, uh, this barrier that's like set in stone forever. There's just a lesson that you haven't learned that. So you haven't been able to break that threshold. Right. So what I would recommend to anybody that's in that situation is to incorporate something that I call thinking time and thinking time is an hour a day for me where I block off all electronics. I block off anything that I have on my calendar. It's just one hour of me sitting in my thoughts in absolute silence and allowing the the answers to come to me because oftentimes the answers are already within us. We're just making ourselves too busy to find them, right? Yeah. So we do the busy work. We, we say, okay, I've got, this, I've got this level that's holding me right here. 
but maybe if I send more DMs or maybe if I send more emails or maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that, I'll be good. Sometimes all you fucking need to do is sit back, shut your damn mouth, shut all the shit off around you and allow your own intuition to tell you the next right move. You know? Exactly. I think that's incredible, man. And last, last question before we end up concluding, man. I'm sure you know that there's people that are going to be listening to this podcast later that have been right on the fence of joining one of your programs, right? And they're like, oh, Mike, like I want to do it. But for whatever reason, they have that resistance. This is your chance to talk to that person directly. It can be, it can either be one person, whatever the case may be. If someone was on the fence of taking a chance on themselves regarding your program, they're a coach and they've been feeling stuck for a long, long time and they just don't know what to do and they just need that last bit of encouragement from you personally, what would you tell that person? I mean, look, um, being stuck and continuing on the same path is, is the definition of insanity, right? So like my, my message to anybody who's on the fence of, of working with me in general is like, if you're looking for an objective view from somebody who has been through every challenge that you could ever experience with building a business, then I'm here for you. I'm available for you. You have my undivided attention and all of my intention is to impact you and make sure that your goals are hit. If you are on the fence because you are not believing in yourself, then let's talk because that's another thing that we can solve for, right? So like there's always two reasons why people hold themselves back. And one of them is like not trusting the person who provides the program or not trusting themselves. And both of them are solved within my, my container and within my program. So I feel like we really set ourselves apart by not only having the business expertise, but also having the NLP expertise to be able to break through limiting beliefs, because oftentimes, you know, what's holding you back from more impact and more income, it's not what you think it is. There's a couple small tweaks. There's a, there's a profitable system that's important, but a couple small tweaks and you're there. And right now, if you've tried these other programs, they haven't worked, then you just haven't been in the right place yet. So making those tweaks is what we're all about. And if that's what's holding you back, then uh, let's go ahead and have a chat and get through it. Yeah, guys, I can, I can attest to, to Mike's, everything that he's been able to do with Automated Coaching Engine, which we can get into right now also to, to conclude the call or the podcast. But uh, he's freaking legit, guys. I'm telling you, I've seen his business freaking flourish, even from when I first met him to where he is now. And it's just incredible. Like, honestly, guys, like when, when it comes down to working with people and associating yourself with people, you want to go in the, you, you grow in the direction of the same people that you compare yourself to, right? So if you compare yourself to certain people that are growing up as well, you yourself are going to be going up as well. So Mike's been one of those people for me, he inspires me on a daily basis when it comes down to the way that we've been able to grow our business. And uh, it's just cool. So tell the people a little bit about automated coaching engine, man. Thank you, brother. I, I definitely appreciate that. You know, like I'm, it's funny that you asked that question because in those types of situations, it's like, I'm, I'm, uh, I definitely lean towards like the humble side of mm -hmm. life. So it's like my natural reaction to situations like that is like, Hey, look, if you're on the fence, like that's on you, you decide. Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not out here to like do this, like heavy, heavy convincing, you know, like I know, I know the value that I bring to the table. I know that what we build, I know what our clients generate for results and, if you're on the fence, you're on the fence. That's on you. That's not on me. You know, like I, I have full confidence and conviction in myself and what we do, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like when it comes to automated coaching engine, there's a couple things, a couple different things that we do, but 
we primarily work with transformational coaches. So we identify transformational coaches as anybody who provides a direct one-on-one transformation with their clients and, um, you know, group coaching, group coaching as well, but direct personal transformation. And really what we do is help you become extremely clear on your offer so that you have a no brainer offer that people can't say no to. We provide you with a profit with a uh, faucet of qualified leads so that you can actually have opportunities coming in through the door. And then we provide you with a sales framework that has closed millions in online sales in the consulting space. So we, uh, we do everything end to end from offer creation to lead generation to actual sales skills to be able to close those deals. And I truly believe that out of anybody in the transformational coaching space, there's nobody that touches our system. I, I can attest to that too, man. I see the work that you've been able to do with guys like Joe. I know your guy, uh, Soul Swa- so- Socrates, also. He looks like he's freaking crushing it lately, too, man. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Doing. His yeah. message, man, is freaking cool. I like the way he's able to niche down to his, his audience, man. Like his messaging is so freaking sick. The Greek yeah. stuff, the freaking just everything, man. I see what he does. He's, he's really crushing it, man. 100% dude yeah I mean it's like and there's there's many ways to crush it in in the consulting space you know like in the coaching space in general there's there's a lot of ways to crush it but the the thing it the thing to understand and the thing that I think really separates us as coaches above some other competitors or whatever the case may be is the fact that we have an understanding that there's a million ways to grow a business and we don't have the ego to tell you that our way is the only way, right? So if you enter our program and there's something specific I see in you that should be pursued, I'm going to push that instead of this like one size fits all framework, right? So my style to coaching is like, yes, I have, I have my, my signature system that works. But if I see somebody who might be able to achieve a high level of success, towards some other framework, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go all in on that framework with them or that audience with them or that niche with them because I see it. And that's one of my best skill sets is being able to look at people and see where they should actually fit in the marketplace. But there's a lot of people who, because they have the ego of their own system, Mm -hmm. they don't want you to try anything other than what they have, right? Whereas I look at it from a holistic approach of like, okay, this is the coach. This is the skill set. This is the direction we need to be going. And we go from there and hit the ground running. Awesome. That's, that's freaking awesome guys. And what we'll go ahead and do guys, we'll leave some links below that you can go ahead and check out. We can leave a booking link if you want. We can also have Mike's personal Instagram page on there as well. That way you all can see uh, his character. He's a freaking great guy. Like I told you all earlier. And uh, thanks, man. Thanks for making the time out of your day to come speak with us today. Freaking awesome to catch up in this manner. Cause I think you and I have had several conversations that if we would have recorded, it would have been some good episodes too. Oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent, dude. No, super grateful for the opportunity. I'm always, uh, I'm always excited to, to have conversations with you, bro. So grateful for the opportunity and grateful for anybody who wants to connect, feel free to reach out in whatever ways we provide. And I'm uh, looking forward to, to connecting with you all and definitely appreciate the opportunity, Aaron. Yeah, anytime, man. So thank you all for tuning in to the Get Your Shit Together Man podcast. Again, if you want to find out more information about Mike, you can check them, check them all below. If you want to find out more information also about how to join the Basics Brigade, please visit www.basicsbrigade.com. You can also DM me the word build on Instagram directly. I'll, I'll message you personally. And if no one's told you in a minute, I'll tell you right now, it's time to get your shit together, man. See you.